0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 134. I'm Todd, this is AJ, You we're oh, back. Oh, we are
1: backing at it. We're coming at you with some hot action today. I'm telling you what, I'm excited.
0: So ex- <laughs> so excited, in fact, that he will not let me finish my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so, also <laughs> behind, <man>. the, uh, <laughs> behind <laughs> the old uh, camera we have, fun turn, Clint. Fun turn. We'll see if we can get him to be fun and, or even watch the show. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, I like his hat, though. It's a cool hat, man. We, uh, our church got this, uh, a sponsor the show. We got some swag. What does that mean? Swag. Just clothes and stuff, whatever. Um, (laughs) But he got a version, I think, as no one else in the church did. I don't think so. He's just got our our logo or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's pretty cool because uh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, man. I didn't get a a hat, which I'm very disappointed.
1: I think I got just your basic dad hat. Yeah, man. He keeps.
0: What's a dad hat, AJ?
1: (laughs) A dad hat's just like a
0: ball (laughs) club. No, explain what does that mean. What, is it, what cur- does he cur- have? Curved bill. That, that
1: looks more like a trucker hat to me. Uh-huh. Because I think it's is it got the, does it have the mesh back? Yeah, Yeah, that's more like a trucker hat it's to like
0: me. I don't agree with your version of a dad hat. I never have. Okay. <laughs> Using the quote, I don't even like the term dad hat, end quote. Those are the shallow hats. You know what I'm saying? That just kind of sit on top of your head and they're real flimsy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you got? I believe so. Or did you get an actual hat?
1: Yeah, I got like the uh, the one that's like a bent bill, and it's like just like your regular like he material. Just,
0: he's okay. So clearly, next week I'm going to bring two hats on. We're going to do a poll. Nice. Okay, and I want you to learn because you are doing the thing we talked about right before the show. You have to asked me zero questions. So in your mind, you're talking about this. In your mind, we're talking about the same hat, and I am not talking about the same hat. Oh.
1: Is, okay, so is the, difference, is the difference material?
0: Yeah, remember one? Anyway, the show's gone off the rails. Already. <laughs> so, hey, welcome to Real Talk. As I said, guys, what's Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. You'll see a link somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast. It is wwwtheremnantlife slash real dash talk. And that real is R-E-A-L. If you click that, go all the way down to the bottom to Submit a question, hit the button, it'll take you to a form fillable box. You type in your question, comment, topic, article, hit submit, and it goes into our database instantaneously, anonymously, and perfectly. So sure I couldn't find it, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, the point of the show is you know, we want to talk about everything going on in life, man. We want mm-hmm. to talk about what it is to, to be a Christ follower, uh, what it is to what it really means. Um, And maybe, I think kind of both sides of the journey, whether you're a believer, a longtime believer, then we hope to give you a a place and a platform where you can ask questions that maybe you feel a little uncomfortable asking at church, or just isn't being addressed. And if you're not a believer, and you're on the other side of it, but you're open, we want you to see um, that there are answers for your questions, and that maybe your preconceived notion of what it is to be a Christian, and more importantly, who Christ is, uh, Mm. can, I don't know, be changed. it's good, man. So, that's it. And so today, for instance, we're going to talk about ourselves a little bit, catch up on our lives. That's right. Um, we're going to look at some questions, because, man, we got some awesome questions that came in, thanks to the Book Nook Pod Squad. I got to come up with a better name. Pod oh, Squad. Um, Rumble sneeze. jumble. I'm going to sneeze. It's coming. You got to buy time. Hey, he's going to sneeze. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I'm so sorry. Somebody's going to slow-mo that. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know if you... <laughs> you don't so... love that. <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll look at some articles in our Real News, Real Views segment in which we look at real news articles, topics of the day, and give you kind of a Christian response to it.
1: That's right, man. I'm excited for today. It's going to be good. We will do our best. That's all we (laughs) offer. So. Forget the rest.
0: um, We did come out. You kind of got a bonus this week. Yeah. Because part two of Trainwreck came out late last night, (laughs) and... uh, was supposed to come out last week. Just to be real with you. Yeah, did not. We had a crazy weekend. Um, you had, but regardless, it was out. So you get kind of yeah. a bonus. And then today's episode will come out today. Um, so yeah, watch those at your leisure. But I think both are useful. I think if you watch part, if you if your first episodes were like train wreck at all, that episode <laughs> one or two, and you come into this, you're gonna be like, hey, I thought those guys were depressed and angry. <laughs> they seem okay now. Um. Yeah, man. You know. Being a believer doesn't mean you don't have tough times. It doesn't mean you don't have questions. That's right, doesn't, dude. It doesn't mean that you're you're certainly doesn't mean you're perfect. And, oh no, uh, far from it. Yeah. We're not. Perfect. <laughs> and, no. uh, and we you know, we have the same questions and thoughts a lot of you guys have. Maybe more so. So we worked through that. If you want to know more about that, go watch it or skip it completely. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's one. But anyway, man, how you doing?
1: Doing good, man. Uh so it was funny because uh, before the show, uh, Turn and I, Clint, we were kind of talking, and he and it kind of naturally led to like just like how we've been at different places in life, and he brought up like how, you know, when he was in school, like, he was around people who like weren't necessarily the best crowd, but there was people he was he was close with, and you know, he, it reminded me of the people who I used to, like, who I was close with growing up, and, you know, especially in those those high school years, it made me think of like sometimes I forget how insanely different my life is compared to, compared to then. Huh. Cause like when you're in it, you just think it's kind of normal. And then even when you move on from it, since it's your own life, you don't think of how like steep the difference is. You just don't think about it. So like mm. compared to like who I am now, you know, being a Christian and my, you know, even just like what I do now is just so different. So like, You know, one thing that he brought up specifically that I thought was interesting because it made me like think back for a minute was how uh, he he mentioned drugs. Now, don't get Mm. me like I wasn't like heavily into drugs or anything like that.
0: Think (laughs) if someone comes in at that moment, drugs.
1: (laughs) It's so, it's so. You know, don't get me wrong. I wasn't like heavily into drugs or anything like that. You know, I you know I was a partaker. You know, in in the in the Mary Jane, but. You know, yeah. other than that, I wasn't really de- Now, I was around some other stuff, but, like, I, I never partook in it, and which was a blessing in itself. Mm. But it made me think of, like, the environments I used to put myself in and how insane it was. Like, dude, that world mm. is insane, and it's so unstable and so, like, oh, man, there's so much anxiety and tension constantly in that, in that world and to me it honestly makes sense why some of those people are on drugs cuz it has to help with them coping getting through that <laughs> because dude it is so different i mean cuz like you're with people and like you claim you trust them but they really don't trust each other like they don't because and you can tell because you know the only reason the only trust that binds them is like money or what are you selling or you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like being around that, I realized, like, wow. Compared to now, I think I was kind of in, like, a mind space of, like... Because if, if you guys have watched the show before, if you're a long-term listener, you know, like, old AJ, before he was saved, just didn't really care about anything. Very, like, laid back and, like but, like, laid back in a bad way. Like, didn't care about his environment, where he was at. He just kind of rolled with whatever was happening. So... I don't know, man. Just kind of reflective. Like, it's interesting what that world was, you know, and, like, the tension. And, you know, it makes me – it's funny that now that I'm a a believer and I have been for a while now, like, I can can look at myself and go, okay, like, yeah, I'm an anxious person.
0: Hmm.
1: Back then, excuse me, I don't think I I ever consciously thought I was anxious, but now that I know what, like, anxiety is and how it feels, I was constantly anxious because you never know – what would ever get brought up, either? Or like, what would like, what would happen? You know, like I, you know, I don't, I don't want to take forever, but like, I remember specific stories of like places I'd end up. Mm. You know, in Ohio, with a, in a house full of people. I have no idea. I know one person in a house full of people. I'm like, well, how did I even get here? Like, you know, and and also just the constant tension of like when you're around drugs, like a cop. You know, it's so funny. You know, there's a joke that, I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of cops. And I think a big reason why is because earlier in life, like, sure, like, I've had some bad experiences, but I've also had great experiences. But within those bad experiences, the reason why I think a lot of the time I've never liked the cops is because, you know, I had a reason for being in trouble. <laughs> Even if I was, whether I was, you know, actually, you know, doing something wrong or not if something was around me, that's still wrong. Like, like, I'm going to get in trouble for that. So, you know, that always kind of created a tension there, too. So, like, there was a point in time, man, where, like, I was almost constantly in a situation that was not good. (laughs) And uh, so it was just interesting reflecting on, like, the difference between then and now. And, like, man, sometimes I think back and I go, man, there were some good times back then Hmm. just with the people. But, dude... I do not miss that anxiety and tension of like uh, uh, constantly feeling on edge of like <sighs> what sketchy situation is going to happen or you know when am I going to get in trouble you know or you know mm-hmm. when when is something bad like when is something bad going to pop off and I'm caught in between it because I'm just along for the ride mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know man that
0: was part of that's been part of you know how I'm doing could have went a way different way if something oh, that had happened man. your entire
1: life. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: You like know? you said, I mean, when you look back at that, do you ever go, if, if X, Y, Z happened, I could have been in jail or something?
1: I should have been arrested a couple yeah. times. 100% should have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got some, some wild stories when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, I definitely should have been arrested a couple times just because, even just the people I was surrounded by. And if you're watching this, I love you. <laughs> I still love you. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I wouldn't. Now that I'm now that I'm where I am now, man, I just I would never want to put myself back there, you know. And it's not like I said; it's not even the people, man. It's just what was happening—a lot of stress and anxiety, man. Like you know, s- stealing—like just wasn't cool, man.
0: That's crazy to think of you. Like I can see you doing drugs. No offense, but yeah, it makes you stealing? sense. Stealing. That's kind of wild to me.
1: That's yeah, man. And it, well, it's funny because like I was the guy who didn't steal, but I was with the people stealing. Yeah. So yeah. I was stealing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, like I mean, you're just smart
0: enough not to put your hands actually on the product. And, yeah.
1: and that and that was always <coughs> the excuse that I would buy into is like you know anybody I was with that was stealing, they'd be like, oh, it's okay, man. Like we'll just say you didn't do it. I was like. Oh, Okay, but I was like, "That's probably just, isn't gonna work." Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if 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 I am You're with in you the guys, a million dollars. This guy had nothing to do with it. <laughs> this guy's completely just... He had
1: no. Aj <laughs> Noel had nothing to do with this legal activity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but dude, like, I don't know, man. It's so Camera wild. Camera shows you
0: just standing there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, <clears throat> you know what's funny, man? Like again, like. Some of the stuff that people would steal is just so ridiculous, like stuff you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Like the dumbest crap. You know, like sh- like sometimes they'd steal a shirt or something and like they just like if they had a hoodie on, they just like put it on like under their hoodie. Like that's an easy one, but ibuprofen. Hmm? You stole ibuprofen? Yes, I've been around people who've stolen why? ibuprofen before and I'm going, "Why are you doing this? What do you need ibuprofen for? Why would you want to steal that?" Like <laughs> So, like, I don't know, man. It's just been really weird stuff like that. And, like, you know, it's funny because I've always had, like, that weird, you know, despite me, like I said, despite me and my past and, like, what I've, like like you said, like, the drugs thing. Like, yeah, I did illegal stuff. Like, I drank when I was underage. Like, that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. I did that. But when it came to that kind of stuff, like, I was always, like, I don't like this. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, (laughs) I always kind of had, like, that sense of, like, Uh, I don't know if I would consider, like, being a law-abiding citizen because I was also off doing a bunch of legal crap at the same time, so I don't know if I was considered one. But when it came to, like, that kind of stuff, like stealing from places, I was like, nope, don't want to do that. So, yeah, man, it was just interesting. Weird times in life. Weird times, man. So, yeah, just kind of, it it makes me thankful for where I am now because, you know... Like, it's funny, you said earlier, like, even in the intro of this, like, even as Christians, like, yes, we have times of, like, where we struggle. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not perfect, right? But, man, I think I would take this, 100% take this over that time in my life just because I'm not having to deal with that constant weird tension and and anxiety of, like, something bad's going to happen. You know, I'm, I'm in a place of hope now. So that even when I am anxious nowadays, or like I'm going through weird and like hard times, there's still hope in Christ, man. And I I didn't have that; Mm. that wasn't in me. You know, I didn't under, I didn't know that. So, I don't know, man. Very, I'm just, I'm very thankful for I am now because I don't know where I would be (laughs) if I would have continued on, you know, with that stuff. So,
0: yeah, life change, man. That's the stuff, you know, the big miracles and existence of proof of the existence of God. reality of all this a lot of times is found in the change man so mm. for you it's one of those things it's we were kind of talking about the change with a buddy of ours last night all production guy Blake you remember and uh he was kind of sharing that sometimes he looks at you and I and he's like man I, I was younger when I accepted Christ or I was kind of raised in it so I don't have this moment this transformation moment and we were both like we were all kind of like, uh you're yeah. not paying attention even to, <laughs> your last to your life, years, your life yeah, right really? right like, you might have like you have a crazy story cuz he yeah. he always is moving and changing us. So That's right. It's pretty cool though. A mountain a mountains story. a mountain man. Yeah. Sometimes
1: exactly. we just don't view it that way yeah, just cuz it's our own mountain.
0: It's good. Truth bomb. Hmm.
1: Anyways, how about you my friend? How are you? What is what is the journey? The road of life you know, of heavy breathing. Creepy. creepy breathing. It, where has it been
0: leading you to? A life of heavy breathing. That's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we're good. So, <laughs> what am I to talk about? Um, <laughs> well, we've been doing this series. I'll, I'll leave. This is the only thing I think is applicable to today.
1: Okay. We've
0: been doing this series at our church, like a sermon series called The Kingdom. And uh, as I've mentioned, when I talk about this stuff, man, it's really been for me a lot of ways. Like, I've been learning. It's one of those few that I'm like. I mean, because you always, I'm all, I, I, whether people are hearing it or not, I know that I am getting stuff out of this. Yeah. Um, which isn't always the case, because sometimes you want to know people are getting stuff out of it. Um, but I've heard that it's 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 impacting a lot of people, and that's cool because I'm I'm first among those. And essentially, it's this concept of the kingdom of God and what it really means, and you know, it's shown, shows up a hundred times between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven in the New Testament, in ten different books, I believe. And so it's one of those things that a hundred times in the New Testament, the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, the same, it's the same concept, are mentioned. And yet we don't often talk about it in our faith on a day-to-day basis. you know. Um, and I think part of it I've mentioned is because the idea of a kingdom is in our modern time kind of gone. We don't really have this it's concept. True, we don't have, we're a democratic country, so even the idea of a king and a kingdom and sort of all the rules that go with that are are foreign to us, so we sort of just substitute the word Christian or Christian life when we hear the kingdom of God, right? The kingdom of God has arrived. Christianity has arrived, and uh, that's not true, man, you know? Mm. Christianity is a term we use to describe those that follow Jesus, and that's cool, and they're, that, that's good. There's nothing wrong with the word, but the, the concept of the kingdom of God is not wrapped up just in the word Christianity. Mm-hmm. So, let me put it this way: Christianity would involve the kingdom of God, right? If your your Christianity should involve the concept of the kingdom of God, it has Absolutely. to be because Jesus Himself talked about this. And yet, the kingdom of God would not necessarily—I don't want to get too deep here—include need to include Christianity as we sometimes know it. And so that sounds weird. So I'll try to clarify. I just it's more than religion, um, and it's more than, you know, the way we do things. The kingdom of God is the way that Jesus described, God himself described, the invasion of this domain of darkness, as scripture calls it. Mm. You know, the world as it is, with its brokenness and its sin, the things that we have brought to this world, right, through our hate and our sin and you know, what, as I, I've said many times, you know, this world today is what we have when the crew, after thousands of years of the creation, running away from the creator. That's right. And it spins out of control and creates this, this feeling. And out of control meaning us. It's never out of God's control. Right. And so, I mean, I don't want to sit here, and I can't explain the whole thing. You guys need to go listen to it genuinely. Maybe you can link that on this video. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Article, at least one of them, the first one. Um, and again, we don't do that often, but it's been cool. It's been really neat. Oh, and it, it, it has reinvigorated my faith. Um, and I think, I, I will say this. I believe if, if you, I believe within the concept of the kingdom of God in the Bible, as Jesus himself talks about many of, you know, throughout the New Testament, though, we will, there's a, an excitement and a joy and an adventure to all of this. Um, and it's not made up. I'm not making this up. I'm no. not trying to twist things. It's in there. So you know if you're if you're watching this and you haven't or listening to this on a podcast and you haven't studied that for yourself, go grab your Bible, just kind of look through it and see how many times Jesus talks about the kingdom of God, and then mm. ask yourself what's He really saying here. And then if you are you know you want to know what we're talking about, take a look at our series and pop in there and. Listen to even the first one will kind of set it up. Yeah man we'll link um, it for sure. But I but for me and I mean that genuinely this isn't an arrogant thing it's it's just cuz I didn't I didn't create this it's in the Bible. That's right. Um, so I just think it's really cool and it's been exciting for me and it's been exciting to hear and talk to people who are who are sort of now getting reinvigorated or excited again. It's cool man. Um, so yeah man like if your faith if your faith is dry or feels kind of not dead I don't like that term cuz you can't really be dead in Christ man but dry and That's so weary true.
1: What? Mm, that's was, that's so true. You can't yeah. be dead in Christ.
0: Yeah. So if you feel that way, though, go go. I don't know, man. Let yourself really understand and and I smile right now because it's crazy. Um, I told you guys that it's felt like I've you know the movie National Treasure.
1: Yes. Nichols Cage. Never watched it, but I, I I know. Yes, it is. Thank you, fun. Mm-hmm. You've just
0: never watched a movie, man. That is. It's a heartbreaking. That's, no, that's not Chris Farley. It it's not, that's a heartbreaking other tale. But anyway, National Treasure. It's <laughs> sort point. of what it feels like. You know, I'm finding these clues in the Bible. And again, I want to pause. This isn't hidden messages in the Bible or the numerology. I'm not saying anything crazy like that. I'm <laughs> saying I just never looked at this stuff in a way. I think I did that thing, you know, sort of that christian thing we can all do where you just certain parts that aren't talked about a lot, we sort of just... Blend into whatever our our concept of it is. Right? Yeah. the kingdom of God is like I was saved. Cool, and it's more than that. So go check that out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, really I think good, you. Man. I think it can be very exciting for you. So that's where I'm at. Excuse me. One other weird thing. Little, try to make this one fast. Personal note. So recently we've begun playing flag football again. Yes. Um, we just finished our third game of the season. Yep. Okay, we started out hot, uh, and this team is made up of people from our church, a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, just it's a way for us to have community together. We love to compete, and also, I mean, make a difference, man. We have we found a lot of fruit in using our hanging out with other guys that like to play sports, and they can go, oh, you guys are competitive and aren't, like, you can follow Jesus and like sports? And it's like, yeah, you can yep. anyway. However, this isn't really about the positive side of that. It is about a phenomenon that I have found in my life. So, game one we won pretty handily. Uh-huh. That's right. Did we win handily? I mean, we won. You, you we won, won by like forty or fifty. It was. We won by forty fifty points. I, I think know we so. Scored maybe, maybe, anyway, maybe thirty. Fun Turn has this stuff written. He's got yeah. he's got stats, everything. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, maybe thirty points. So, regardless, we won. And so we roll into. We played pretty good, man. For yeah. us, we you know our guys will go into that. It doesn't matter. Well, this past Sunday, this literally two days ago, we had a mm-hmm. doubleheader. That's right. Played the number one team in the league, kind of the ones that win it all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: this other team we never heard before. Now, here's the thing about us. Athletically, we're probably better than anyone across the board. I really believe that, or at least as competitive as any of the other teams. So, like, this number one team is not more – they're not more athletic than us, but they're more experienced and competitive and sometimes. And So we lost that game. Okay. Yeah. Could have won it. We only lost by, I mean, we did not play well. Put up 30 points. Defense didn't play well. No. Terrible. Um, but it still was like, what, 40-something to 30-something? Something like that?
2: Uh, the first one was a little bit bigger margin. 50 But it was something. like 30 to 50. Yeah,
0: like, so still, I mean, that sounds bad, but it right. wasn't as bad as it looked. Yeah, in flag football, it's honestly not a big loss. No. <laughs> and this leads us to our second game. Mm-hmm. Todd, you got to go fast. But I'm trying to set this up. So we go in this game, and we start playing these guys. And they're pretty. You could tell these dudes. I'm not going to say the name of the high school, but they played together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was Easton. I said it. <laughs> so clearly, they apparently played. If you're not from this area in Indiana, that's okay. So these guys clearly all played together in high school at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was like a younger brother. Or the other, but these are guys mid, probably mid to late 20s. Would yeah. you say?
1: I'd say so. Uh, yeah. That sounds about right. Looking at them,
0: um, pretty athletic guys. Could yeah. Play ball. Now, early on, I realized these dudes have not played a lot of flag
1: mm-hmm.
0: football and i get it I, you know i've played real football my whole life and it's tough to go to flag because you you know contact is that's not, right man it's a whole not, different it's, ball it's, game it, yeah it's not allowed really can't jam yeah, in this it's league really all this not stuff. Allowed, if you don't know, like right. sports it's gonna sound boring don't worry i'll get to the point that'll intrigue you so we start playing and they start playing pretty rough you know me i'm, I'm cool with that and i yep. actually was i don't know if you knew this but i was really positive with those guys the first half do you hear me I was like, that's hey, right play good this now, did I do work on these guys? Yeah, I did. I did work on them. What does oh yeah. I mean, I scored. You know, I had a bomb on them. Whatever. This isn't about that, though. Hey, you know what? Balled out. But I got kind of tackled. Certified tapped. baller. I got tapped. You know, the guy hit me. Just to give an example, I catch a ball short. The guy blasts me. I just spin off him, go in. He's kind of like whoa. He mm-hmm. didn't pull the flag, whatever. And then yep. later on, a guy, I caught a ball, and they would come up and like hit us, right? Oh yeah. Did you get they... pulled by any of these guys? Uh, like, I I hardly played that game. Yes, you you played a ton. You didn't play offense. Cause you didn't you blitz a oh, You were dead. You were sick. Yeah, I, but you saw it. Oh, so oh, these yeah. guys would like hit oh. you and then pull a flag. This is ridiculous. It's not me whining. I'm getting to the point. So we all kind of step our game up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I start getting shoved, and I'm talking like now borderline dirty. Okay, mm-hmm. this happened numerous times, and I'm getting to the phenomenon here. <laughs> Well, no, I'll finish the story. So at the end of the game, or not towards the end of the game, it's competitive. It's a fun game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in close. fact, the ref at one point says, that whoever gets the ball last is going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have smoked him. But whatever, they start coming back. So I run a route and I've beat this dude. I beat him like a drum. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be honest with you. And I wasn't being mean to the guy, a little, you know, we started getting, they started getting a little frustrated because we weren't backing down. That's, That's true. That's the truth. That's really what yep. it was. So I, run, I go to run and out the play before, if you know. Football, you'll know what that is at the goal line to score. And the guy straight up jams me.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm
0: talking, grabs me, wraps his arms around me. You know how I do that? I kind of laugh, move on. I tell the ref, he's like, hey, dude, jam him back. I'm like, what? You're not supposed to do that. So I come down to the, next, the next series, and uh, I still haven't said much. Yeah. But I, go f- I jump in the air to catch this ball hit the corner of the end zone, and I get shoved. And you guys can attest. I think Fun Turn. You probably saw. it. You were paying attention. I, I, and I'll, I'll be fair. This was probably the dirtiest one because I oh could have yeah. been severely injured. It was really no bad. joke. I land on one knee. It, he
1: undercut buckled. you really yeah, bad. Yeah, it was. It's a.
0: It was a dangerous play, mm-hmm. and you can't do that in flag. Yep. So I think they. Did they, they throw a flag? They didn't throw a flag on that one. Or did
1: they, they did. Okay. They threw one.
0: It was the one guy. Shout out to nameless ref guy that protected me on the first day. Yep. Yeah. He. I think he's the one who threw it. So I get up, and. Shout out to my buddy, Brandon. We've kind of had this challenge in, in our uh, Lionheart program, men's group, about mm-hmm. strength. So he steps up and he starts saying, hey, man, that's ridiculous. Yep. I'm over here. I get up. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm trying to separate these guys. Now, keep in mind, I'm not exaggerating. I woo, To the point that I look like a nerd, mm-hmm. I have tried to re- encourage these guys the whole game, these other teams. So I'm just, like, getting in the way, him, mm-hmm. Brandon. All of a sudden, this, this other guy, the one that got trucked, which mm-hmm. I didn't really truck him. He just fell when he tried to tackle me again. It's and true.
1: He just kept running. He comes over, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: because he blasted me. <laughs> like, apparently, I was supposed to just right. fall over. Right, you're supposed so he to He comes over and goes, it. you think, and I wasn't even in the argument. He goes, mm-hmm. you think because, well, you can lower your shoulder, but we can't shove you or something, which is a dumb argument. And at this point, is the only time I really said something. Yeah. I did say, hey, man, if I wanted to lower my shoulder, I'd have ran over you and scored. Like, mm-hmm. that's just reality. I didn't say the reality part, but I didn't say it. And then, it, then this guy over here starts, and, like, somebody brings up going to a parking lot. Ah, yeah, and, fi- and then this guy says I play a tuba or something, <laughs> like I'm in the band. Like his insult, really corny insults. He talks to Brandon. goes, oh, you're going to speak specs? He calls him specs, which I've never heard. So Brandon has glasses. Yeah. And then he tells me, and I, I'm assuming the assumption is I'm a big guy that is in the band. Mm-hmm. And, anyone have a thought when he says you probably play tuba?
1: He's probably he's probably trying to say, like, oh, like you yeah. you don't, you're not athletic, you play for the band, like sort yeah, of thing. Except like, like you're
0: the band nerd. Except at this point, and I want to highlight this. I scored on a hundred-yard, a hundred yard pass.
1: That's right. Like yeah. you literally went the length of the field yeah. and beat them all yeah, and yeah, caught it. Including scoring. him, because he yes. went safety.
0: Not my point. My point um, is these guys want to fight me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ends up not point. happening. Um <laughs> here's the whole crazy story to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Every... League we have ever played in. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me. Tell, tell I need you guys to speak up, and I'm willing to have a real dialogue here. Mm-hmm. I go out of my way to encourage these yeah. other guys, not in a patronizing way. No. but maybe that's how they take it. They liked us in the it. first half. Yeah. You even said that. He said he liked us. That same we, guy. Yeah, the same guy who tried to hurt me. Yes. However, and you've been here, and tell me if I'm wrong. I, yeah, I've been around. And this is—I'm being serious. Now. The reason I'm bringing this up is slightly funny, but i can I be honest with you? This has really bothered me the last two days. Okay. Personally, mm-hmm. two reasons why it bothered me. The second one's more of a personal thing. The first one is I mean, I might talk about it. Yeah. Every time we're in a league of any kind, doesn't matter if it's basketball, mm-hmm. football, guys like want to fight me. <laughs> like want to fight me, right? And I'm not, I know some of you are like, Todd probably talks up. A- I really don't. No. I, I do not talk. Now, why? Nope. Why do they always want to fight me when I'm nice? Am I I wrong? First of all, am I wrong that you've been on a lot of my teams? Has every season at least...
1: Oh, something happens at least
0: once a season. And who is always the one they want to fight? Oh, it's you every time. Am I always even involved in the initial issue? No. So why... What about my caveman face makes people want to fight me? (laughs)
1: My caveman face?
0: Because it's a real... Dude, this is a real issue. Because I feel like it carries over into life, right? We've talked about this. Sort of like with me, it's always either you love me or hate me. Right, there's no, right, in between. There's no in between, yep. Yeah. I don't know. What does man. it look like from the outside to you guys? Let's take that scenario. Uh, Why did that guy want to fight me? I, I, think nice that,
1: I think that he, know, he knew you were better than him.
0: Really? Is that what you yes.
1: think? Yes, I think he knew it. I think he was mad. And I think that, like you said, we didn't back down. Because I guarantee you, their only reason for getting as physical as he did is because they probably thought, oh, these guys will back down. Which and we didn't. we didn't, which made them mad again. Guy gets beat deep on a guy who he probably looks at and goes, I he's not, he's a chump. When you're not, you're literally a professional. Um <laughs> so it makes sense to me that he gets mad. Uh he jams you uh and you're like okay. Usually it's probably gonna shake somebody, didn't like I think it was all tactics, and when it didn't work, he just got mad and just couldn't handle it.
0: <laughs> now here's a rolling do you think he's trying to hurt me on that play intentionally?
1: Yes. <sighs> no, I don't think he was trying to hurt you intentionally. But you definitely think it was dirty. He was definitely dirty. dirty. I think that he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I don't think. I think it was more of like a like I'm not letting you catch this ball. So
0: here's the question though: Why is it always me that they want to fight? That's what I'm genuinely trying mm-hmm. to understand sometimes.
1: I think they see like they see like that's the best guy right there. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe that's me not accepting. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. believing that to be true. Because I'll be honest, I don't believe that. Cause get that that's why the two. I mean, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Like if I'm not good, even though. You know, why are they talking to me? Well, exactly, because you're good. Yeah. So anyway, the, it's all serious. Well, thank you, first of all. Yeah. Maybe that is it. And turn, I'll get your opinion too. But I, guys, I'm not kidding you. I know I'm kind of making a joke, and some of it is. I'm like competitor to Todd's like whatever. Mm-hmm. But Todd's sometimes like, man, it's weird that people want to fight me. Yes. And some guys are out there, I can tell you exactly why I want to fight you. But. Because I think. Yeah, it's weird. And,
1: and I think the reason why I say that. Because I think there's a difference between i I, I think there's a difference between when, when you're in the heat of a moment of a sport because mm-hmm. and may, maybe you'll get this, and maybe you, maybe I'm wrong or maybe you can disagree yeah. or agree, but I think there's a difference between intentionally trying to trying to like this person is not getting that ball mm-hmm. and then trying to intentionally hurt them like would you yeah. say there's a difference
0: um, Yes, but I don't necessarily think his play was mm-hmm. that difference so I kind of agree, but I don't want to say. I don't let friends talk. Yeah. I don't think in his mind he's probably thinking, "I want to hurt this guy's knee." Right. However, I do think he thought, "I don't care if this guy gets hurt." Mm-hmm. That's See fair. See the difference? That's fair. Um, but anyway, it kind of leads back to it is a real thing in sports, man. And sometimes I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to play because I'm. T- it, there have been times that people have gotten into arguments with one of our teammates, and I, for instance, actually, this one kind of started that way, and I'm just trying to. S- Excuse me, separate it. Shout out to Brandon. Thanks again for having me back. But, and then all of a sudden I become the target here, right? You know. So anyway, and I was like, maybe I come off as patronizing when I'm encouraging them.
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't think so, but yeah. also like you know, people are weird. People are yeah. weird exactly. So
0: anyway, that, that's a real weird thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: for sure. I I felt the same way in basketball when if I encourage anybody or anybody in any sport, so they they all get weird. And honestly, man, I think it's. Those guys were a bunch of play thugs and people trying to be bullies. And, I mean, mm-hmm. again, we, we even said it. There was two guys on that team that were cool. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them were just trying to Which, be. Which, by the way, they were two
0: best guys. That's uh-huh. true.
2: And they were the others were just trying to bully people. And you were being nice, and you were the nice guy. And you were being nice and then beating them. And that can be enraging, I think, to some yeah. people because you're like, oh, yeah, he's really nice. But. Somehow it it does start to come off of patron because he's like yeah he's being nice but he's destroying me to mm-hmm. do that and I do think the play was a little bit definitely very dirty and oh yeah definitely was, uh, definitely dirty I agree my with knees you. actually still hurt I
0: haven't told you guys that mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I agree with what you said like from uh, looking out there and like you know did you actually see it happen yeah, yeah it looked it looked like he was he wanted to best way is it's like that idea like you you've seen have this thing that I do when I play Madden where the coach comes out. It's it was like somebody told him like kill him. Kill him. <laughs> don't not even tell him to hurt him, just yeah. that immediately that yeah. defensive th- mindset, that little psycho mindset that where you're chewing glass on the other side of the line happened and then immediately he just went.
1: Yeah, I think I think what you said to me explains it the best. Like I don't think he was intentionally going, I'm I'm trying to hurt I'm trying to hurt him but he also was like, I don't care if he gets hurt. That mm-hmm. makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's a funny thing, man. It's weird. I, uh, it's bothered me, and it hits my pride a little, because like, now I want to go back, because we ended up losing that game on literally the last, like...
1: We had one play. Yeah, we had one play. Well, one play <laughs> that's, that's oh. a whole different story. But yeah.
0: Yeah, we ended up losing that game, mm-hmm. um, which always makes it worse, too, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, why yeah. are you talking about this on Real Talk? I don't know, man. That's stuff like, I'm a human still. It's life, man. Yeah, yeah, and it bothers me, man, because <laughs> of my past. Like, I, yeah. Ooh, I just get so frustrated. <laughs> um. I'll tell you one, another reason why it bothers me. Here's, here's a tying it back to God. Yeah. Because football used to be my idol and my God, it was a place where I got affirmation at times so if I did. And it can still be a thing that can even, you know, as an adult, and it's weird. It's the echoes, man. Yeah, the echoes of that because it can bother me more than it should when it's stuff that's not, as far as losing. The other stuff makes sense that it bothers me. You know, I don't want to fight. It, it, the,
1: Losing's hard, man.
0: I can't stand it. Losing's I tough. Stand it, you know. Um, but, I'm, but I don't think I'm a poor loser. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. This. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Whatever your idol is, it's going to be one of those things, man. That I think sometimes, the act, mm. like you said, the echoes of it are still going to be there. Yeah, man. Whether it's, it's girls, whether it's,
1: you know. There's definitely a different weight to it. Yeah. Whatever that idol is.
0: So, shout out um, to, uh, to the flag football league we're in. Yeah, we're man. we come back. We're going to win out.
1: That's right. Dude, we got, what, what, three games left, I think, We're or something playoffs, like that, to the playoffs? Yeah. It's, so, a, it's a we'll short season. We'll update you
0: guys if you're interested. Shoot us a comment. Give us a comment below. We'll tell you more about it. You know, Fun Turn even has stats. That's right. Real it's sports cool, core, actually, that Gosh, he's done Dave, this. We can do a weekly. We can do a weekly. Update. Right. Yeah.
2: Even even got our buddy Jason told me there's a stat book I can buy on Amazon, which will make my <laughs> job.
0: Fun <laughs> diving diving deep into the season.
2: <laughs> Look, yeah, <laughs> I like to win, and... Even if I'm not playing, I want to see you guys win. And if there's anything I can me do too, to help man. you with that, it, I'm going to do it. It's, I that, love seeing winning, and I hate feeling that that feeling of losing. And I never got to play competitive sports, but that is legitimately how I mm-hmm. feel. I, I, I think I've my whole life had this little bit of competitiveness in me that I just never let shine. Sure. And like, mm-hmm. I hate losing, I and I love watching you guys. When you win, you win, and that is good. But even those losses, making sure that we can come back and win them all, is. That's that's the goal for the rest of the I, def- I sure.
1: definitely felt like, especially that second game, I, f- I kind of felt like a kid again, for sure. Even like competitively, because like, even though I, I was like dying and I couldn't play, like, I I was freaking going nuts over there.
2: Well, well yeah. Whereas right. I
1: was punching the fence, like, let's go. we both were
0: super Do you think they heard when I called out that pick? And I was like, oh, maybe, that, no, cause maybe that angered them. I maybe. I didn't think about that. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, they heard. I, you. Yeah, I was being
2: serious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they heard. There's no that's way they didn't of, that's hear. did. That's <laughs> possible. I don't yeah, know, man.
0: Definitely. But anyway, it was fun. It I was fun.
1: I'm still mad at that guy. Me
0: too. Uh, me too.
1: I wasn't I, out there. Uh and
0: honestly, man, like I I can't wait can't wait to play them again.
1: I think we do play them again, don't we? Like regular season, I think we do play them again, right? I can't we'll wait. We'll have to check, Shut but down. I'm pretty sure we do. And they they are now a rival, so Mhm. And we got to beat them. We well, they
0: told us, like, when you said they liked us, his, he goes, man, I really like you guys. A lot of the other teams complain about us all the time. Right. And, and, then, all and, then, see-
1: and then we almost <laughs> get into a fight
0: with them. <laughs> yeah. And we still didn't complain. We're like, hey, man, just maybe you shouldn't injure
1: mm-hmm. people. Like we're- and then even then, you know what's even weird is we even talked to him, didn't we, mm-hmm. after the game for a second. You did? I didn't. Like, well, didn't, didn't, didn't we think we had, their, we had their ball? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was that didn't same, same guy. did he
0: act like a jerk then or no? I didn't. No. Yeah, it's completely normal. He literally,
1: like, I think, I think it was Blake. Blake had the ball and said, hey, man, is this your guys' ball? And he, like, came up and, like, took it. It was like, hey, guys. Like, he looked down there and was, like, is this our ball? No, 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 I don't think so. And then just left. My favorite part of so
2: that situation is you called him Beardy.
1: Yeah. hmm
2: And he responded yeah, well. He actually, I think he may have liked it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Turned People are him.
1: odd. Did I say, hey, Beardy? you did. Yeah, you did. yeah when he came out.
2: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't mad about it either. I That's hilarious.
1: I <laughs> didn't even know I did that. Yeah, hey, hey Beardy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a to
0: turn I think so <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous okay, anyway, okay let's get some real stuff done yeah anyway, fun times <laughs> I don't want to okay. get in fights. In minutes
1: I me mean, I don't know man I don't like it
0: either um that was yeah well let's uh let's move on all right moving i Dive on. into some questions here. you want to start or you want me to I can start we'll move into our real talk questions all
1: right, so oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, first question of the day is in Matthew three seven, how are the Pharisees and Sadducees fleeing in the coming wrath by coming to John's baptism? Isn't that just the place they should be?
0: Um, can do you have that section pulled up? No, I'll pull it up real fast. Okay. So, uh, John the Baptist is baptizing. Is it three seven?
1: Yep, Matthew He's three seven. Baptizing
0: people, right? That's right. Tell them to repent. That the Messiah is coming, etc. And then we the get Baptist. this little section here. John the Baptist is so dope. Um, so I'm going to start in verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I told you. Uh, for he is the one spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, who said a, one, a voice of one crying out, and the one must prepare the way for the Lord and make his path straight. John himself had a camel hair garment with leather belt on his waist. Just as gradually it looks like. Uh, then it says, Then people from Jerusalem, all Judea, and all of the vicinity of the Jordan were flocking to him, and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. And this is the verse he's referencing in this question. Okay. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to the place of his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore, produce fruit consistent with repentance, and don't presume to yourselves we are have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children for Abraham from these stones. Even now the ax is ready to strike through the trees. Therefore, every tree that doesn't produce good fruit, we cut down and throw them in the fire. So essentially, Pharisees and Sadducees, they were kind of rivals within the Jewish faith, actually, even mm-hmm. though it shows them together a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They both had, using new talk, cool talk, they had clout, they had nice. power. Um, they were important mm-hmm. people. I know, I'm still hip. So, what <laughs> Using new talk. <laughs> <laughs> so new they talk, show up, talk. and, and that, the point that John is making to them is he's sort of being sarcastic in a way. Um, you know, what are you really doing here? Who told you to flee the wrath that's coming? Um, and, and that's why he says, if this is real, you should probably produce some fruit of repentance. You're, you're all, what are your real reasons for being here? And we kind of know that the reasons they were there is he was a threat to them, even John, to their authority. Does that make sense? So essentially John was saying, hey, who told you, you know, let me put it a different way. He's kind of saying like, oh, you're here to be, to repent, huh? You, uh, you actually believe this? Because you don't, you know, and he's, he's calling them out for the real reasons that they're there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. They answer the question?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good. John the Baptist We know that awesome, from the rest dude. of the
0: verses after, 7, 8, 9, root of the tree. You know, they think that they're the sons of Abraham. How dare you talk to me? We're the sons of Abraham. He goes, Who, whose sons you are, whose relatives you are, nothing. Because if God wanted, he can make these rocks turn into humans and be those. So you need to have fruit. Because if not, the ax is coming. Man. It's going to be chopping down the tree. And it no doesn't matter if you think you're a root of the tree or not. Mm. You know? So it's pretty interesting. It is interesting. Does that make sense? Is that clear? Oh, absolutely. Cool. Oh, yeah. Moving on. All right. My question to you, great question, by the way. Oh, yeah. Where, <laughs> oops, why would I say it like that? Where? Uh, this is the question. Where are all the people who bum rush out of church before the benediction, I assume the main altar time, mm-hmm. really going? Are they trying to make sure they get their seat at Wings, etc.? So I sense a little sarcasm here. <laughs> essentially says, you know, at the end of a service, there might be an altar call a last song, and people mm-hmm. kind of rush in. Maybe it isn't at your church, but you don't have that. But they're rushing to get out of there yeah. real fast.
1: Um, are I they have really going. I from? have a couple. I have a couple of ideas in mind of what's happening. One, they're mad, so they're just getting out because they didn't like the message, or they felt you know conviction of the Holy Spirit and didn't like it, so they're getting out because mm-hmm. they can't handle it. Uh, two, uh, they're not taking their faith seriously, so you know they're just getting out because like, oh, this is whatever. I'm just time to leave. Uh, three, uh, they probably are going to get food. <laughs> Uh, is it? Is it? Does that make it right to leave at all the time? I don't think so. Not at all. Um, it's a very holy time, and I think it's powerful, and I think people can sense that even if they are a believer or not. And to some, they either disregard it and just sit there, mm-hmm. uh, or they do leave because they they feel this this they feel this thing inside of them that's trying to pull them to to move right to respond, and they don't want to they're scared or they're uncomfortable or whatever it may be, and so they just
0: leave. It's really good. So it sounds like, who, you know, whoever you are out there that asked this question, I agree with what you said, DJ. Mm-hmm. It um, sounds like, you know, it's, your heart is, you know, frustrated at yeah. people's you know, lack of response or sort of sometimes that they're not really getting it or they're not caring yep. and that's getting to you. And that's pretty cool because it shows that you do see God moving and, you, and it's hard for you to understand why they would do that. Um, we don't know the reasons. But yeah. I think the, the better question that we can take from your question, which is greater, the better thing to th- take is like to ask ourselves, hey, are we being in the moment? When you know, Are we taking church and sermon and even our Bible study and our worship time? Are we being present or are we thinking about getting out to the next place? Right. So that's a great reminder for all of us. Absolutely, man. But if you're one of those people that rush out and you're honest with yourself, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Great question or great comment. Thank you. Mm.
1: Next question. How do you know if a voice in your head is God, Satan, or your own thoughts?
0: Uh for, it's the easiest one is scripture. Mm. Okay. So God is never going to contradict his word. Ever, ever, ever. ever that's ever, the first thing. ever, ever. Um, so that's really the separation of the enemy and so and God, because there is no condemnation in Christ. So, mm-hmm. do you think condemning thoughts are are from God? Those thoughts that say mm-hmm. you've went too far, you messed up, mm-hmm. um, uh, God doesn't forgive you. Maybe he even says I don't forgive you, but it doesn't need to say that, right? Um, You're going to be punished. You're going to lose it all. That's con- that's condemning words. So clearly, mm-hmm. right there, it gets filtered out. Yep. Um, then it becomes whether it's your flesh. Well. You are the uh, the enemy, mm-hmm. you know, Satan. Well, let's think about that. You know, The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 7 that I do what I don't want to do and don't do what I want to do, and I find this law at work within me. If I do what I don't want to do, then it's not me doing it. It's but the sin within me. So whether it's, yep. even if it's your voice and it's contradicting God's word, right? And even condemning thoughts like that, still, it's not God. So nope. the better question is, so overall is the only voice that really matters is God's. Amen. He's the only one that speaks truth. However, I will answer one question or kind of give one view on this from another side? You know, sometimes people say, well, I've got this voice, this thought in my head that I should go be a missionary. How do I don't know if it's me or God? Um, I think that I should date this person. How do I right. don't know if it's me or God? Listen, one, pray, but also understand and ask yourself... Um, is it is there a is there a direct is there a direction in scripture, like a direct? Mm. So let's say the missionary one. No, there's not a direct thing that's going to say, Todd, go be a missionary in Africa. Right. There is one that says, go and make disciples of all nations. That's right. So, it doesn't contradict it. So then it it may be God. It could be myself. But either way, even if it's just you. Um. You know, why are you so worried about whether it's God or you? Mm. That makes sense? Let's take yeah. a missionary. Why are you so concerned? Is it because you don't want to do it? And if scared that's the of, case, that, of the call? that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because there's also, you have to understand that God's going to love you regardless. And I'm going to come, we said this many times. Sometimes God's direction is take a step and trust that I'm on either side. I'm on the other side of that step in whatever direction you go. Does that make sense? Uh Yes, I love that. And I think when you live out of that, it helps you. Because Mm -hmm. listen, sometimes we have this idea that we've come to this fork in a road, and we don't know which way to go. And we're like, oh my goodness, one way there's God, and another way there isn't. How do I know? Easy. God's on both roads, both trails. I love that. uh, Yeah, God's on both sides. We'll just leave it there. Does that help you think at all?
1: Absolutely. And I think think for me, one thing I was thinking about, and this is more of like a... um, Um, Gosh, what word am I looking for? I guess I I don't like the word tangible in this situation, but it's the only word I can think of, so I'm just going to use it and I hope it makes sense. (laughs) One of the more tangible things as far as thoughts that I've realized, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, is that any time I've had like condemning thoughts and it says, like you are this, you are that, I'm like, that's the enemy because it's like you. It's saying you are this. This is you. That's good, man. And I don't know about you guys, but I've also just had thoughts to myself where I'm saying, "I think this." I, I, I. That's my head. That's my Mm -hmm. thought. Or I've also had those good ones, right? Where it's it was God, but that's the same thing. God was like, "Hey, you are you are worthy. You are this. This You are that." You know, it's funny because I think we can sometimes we can overcomplicate it. I think there's a distinct like there is a there is a difference between you and I and your thoughts. I don't know if you guys ever thought about that, but I have, and I'm like, that's creepy, but also <laughs> insane to me, because I have had difference. Like, there is a difference. I've had times where in my head I'm saying, "Yeah, man, I am this, this, this," or like, "I I need to do this," and then I've also had times where it's like, "You are this, you are that," and then, you know, I've also had God saying, "Hey, you are you are mine." Like, mm-hmm. so even just the difference between I and you could also help in that. So, yep, <laughs> that was my uh. That was my only other thought I had on that, was just kind of that whole idea.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. All right. That, uh, what do we got? I thought you got there out of the, your head out of nowhere. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, that's definitely no, something. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but let's go on. Here we go. How do Oh, am I up? Yeah, yes. How do you respond to people who tell you, quote, the Lord told me to tell you... Whatever. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So somebody comes and says, "The Lord mm-hmm. told me to tell you this, AJ."
1: Um, first off, I'm going to whatever they say. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to decide in my head. Okay, is this biblical? Um, I'll ask them. Okay, like, do you have any backing with that? Like, you know. And also, I'm probably gonna go at it with a little bit of, like, I'm gonna be a little leery, just because a lot of the time. I can feel like people will use that to manipulate,
0: I think that's probably the heart behind this question
1: uh-huh like and that that worries me, so you know again, there is definitely a spiritual aspect to all of this, you know, and it's real um but I also know that there's still a fine line between you know using that as a tool to to hurt people. And but then, and to also you know convey a message, so I think it's it's back to scripture, right? It's back to the Bible. Like what what are they what what they are telling me? Does it match up with what God has said? You know, and if it doesn't, then that's not true.
2: You know? Also, in any sort of my years going to church and having things, happen, I've never had. Now, granted, I'm only twenty two, so this may not carry any weight, <laughs> I <think laughs> but I have been. I've been to multiple churches, and I've been going to church since probably 8th grade. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the last But I've never seen this happen, where somebody walks up and says, God told me to tell you this. I don't see that happening. In fact, most of the time when I see anything that could be like, you are being spoken to, kind of, yeah. in that moment, is normally when your brothers are coming up to you, and they're going, hey, man, what the heck are you doing? Like mm. That's God speaking to you through them. And I'm not saying that God isn't going to go and take Billy Bob and tell him to go tell Todd, hey, you need to, like, hey, here's a message for you. That can still happen. But I think, frankly, a lot in the world of what we see today, it is people trying to manipulate. It is people trying mm. to do the religious thing. It is people trying to control and gaslight mm. and do things like that. And that doesn't help the church, and I think it's, it's a masquerade. I also think if somebody comes with a message, from God, from Jesus, you will know hmm. you trust that Holy Spirit because I think there will be it, that Holy Spirit will respond, and you will know hmm. that that's yes good. this is that's just my thoughts on it,
1: yeah,
0: I agree with all that. Um, how do I respond to people? I often don't. I just listen and I do everything you guys said, first thing I think does it contradict scripture secondly um what is, you know, what is the Holy Spirit kind of telling me? Do I feel, does something feel off? Right. What's the purpose behind it? For instance, if it's condemning, there you go. Once again, <laughs> we're right back to it. Um, could be a warning. So I had someone recently come and give some encouragement and warning, and honestly, it came directly from Scripture. So to me, whether God told them to tell me that, or whether, you know, they were confused and just shared some Scripture, either way, it's good, and I took it seriously. And um, I certainly believe that there's times that that's legitimate. Oh, yeah um, I think some you know, don't get caught up in whether or not uh, was it God, if it's scriptural, even if it wasn't, meaning I mean if it's biblical, ask yourself, even if I knew it wasn't, is the Bible from God, well, yes, yeah, so then you still it's good, and it's good to have in here, so mm. I don't worry too much about um, the origin. Yeah. You know, when I start hearing stuff that's weird, like, God told me to tell you to marry this person, you know, okay, that's weird. Why would God tell you and not me? Um, God told me to tell you to give me all your money. Okay? That's well, right. That doesn't make any sense. That makes sense. So, too. yeah, guys, you've got to know scripture. You've got to, you've got to read the word of God. Mm. And then the other thing to do, too, just a random little maybe addendum to add or tip is to go ask and share with a brother or sister in Christ. Good, man. All right, moving on, because we're good running stuff. out of
1: time. Okay, uh, do you want me to ask another one, or do you want? Or are we gonna move on to like a like a real news, real views?
0: <sighs> um. Well, I, I don't know. Okay.
1: Um. All right. So then. So I'll go with the next man. question.
0: Sorry everyone.
1: How can you trust what the Bible says when God gave man free will to control what the Bible says over time? How can you tell the difference between the Word of God and the corruption of man and, and, and His control of what the Bible says because of His free will?
0: That's a very simple question, and I don't... I appreciate the heart behind it because you took the time to ask this. Yeah. But you just seem Sometimes with this question, I wonder, what's the goal? You're giving me a what if, I'm gonna give you a what if back. Mm. Um, you, your first sentence tells, gave, is the problem for me. How can you trust what the Bible says when God gave man free will to control what the Bible says over time? Man's free will doesn't trump God's sovereignty, mm. ever. Meaning, if, you know, for instance, in this instance, God's design for the Bible. God can use man, and he did, to transcribe it for us. Yes. Third, so in that case, they are not going to be able to, or the people He would choose to do so are not going to change or manipulate his word. Now, stay with me. Yes or no, if, if a God does exist, he is what? He is omnipotent, omniscient, um, omnipresent, meaning he's all-powerful, all-knowing, and he's everywhere. Yes. He, does he have the ability to protect his word through the filter of mankind, meaning it goes through mankind. Is he able to to protect his word through that? Could he do that? Could he use fallen? Of course. So that's just the philosophical response to it. The evidential evidence, the evidence of it, I guess, is I've brought this up many times. Of all of historical documents, the Bible is the most accurate. Mm. to this day. It's so wild, From the man. earliest version to now. I mean, it just is. It's like 99%. You need to go look it up. <laughs> it's so insane, The next dude. closest is like, again, we have went yep. over this in the show, but you can type this in. Uh, type in reliability of Bible versus ancient documents, and it'll probably pull up a graph that'll show And this is factual. So that alone, you're, but we just discount, even when given evidence, we discount miraculous things. It reminds me of one in the parable of Lazarus, the one who died, Lazarus is talking to someone, I think it's Abraham maybe down you know, in this analogy that Jesus gives, and he says, "Well, let send me back so that I can warn them." And, this, and Jesus tells this parable so powerful. He says, "If they did not listen to Moses and the prophets, they wouldn't listen, even if a man rose from the dead, mm. meaning which he did, right? And it's so true. Someone rose from the dead, and you still don't believe. So sometimes we don't want to believe. So instead of looking and focusing on the evidence at hand, we try to prove that it's not true which right. is that, if you live your life it. trying to prove it's not true versus live your life seeking the truth you'll never find the truth oh
1: man that's does that so good that's such a diff- oh, yeah. big difference yeah. Yeah. i love that so
0: um i hope that helps
1: um that's so good man it reminds me of like the idea of like seeking understanding yeah like yeah. like the difference between seeking understanding versus proving you're wrong yeah like that's so good man yeah
0: it's good. So thanks. Great question. Hey, uh, here we go. This next question says, I believe in once saved, always saved. I read in Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, and it says, Those who have fallen away can't be brought back to repentance. Can you help me understand this passage? You so,
1: Hebrews 6, 4 through 6. Let's see. My bad guys. I'll buy Hebrews some time. Hebrews 6, 4 through 6. You have okay. answered
0: this question before, so it's a great question.
1: So, this is what Hebrews 6, 4 through 6 says, and this is ESV. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and have tasted the goodness of the Word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away, to restore them again to repentance, since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding Him up to contempt. Now.
0: It's a very difficult passage to interpret on the service compared. I mean, it really is.
1: Yeah, because it... Initially when you're like you're reading it and you're looking at it it just kinda of feels like very wordy
0: and very like long. You're like, whoa. Well um, and also it does seem to say it makes you go, Why you know, I thought Jesus doesn't let go goes us.
1: So the way like you said, we've discussed this before. I feel like this passage is saying that when you just, when when someone does this and it says to restore them again to repentance since they're crucified once again the son of their God in their own harm and holding them up to contempt, it's saying like you don't you wouldn't have to be saved a second time. if you, like you, once saved, always saved. Like if you if you are saved, that's bit, period. And if and if you try and if you fall away from the faith, you are never saved.
0: Sure, I think that's a great answer.
1: Right, like you were never saved.
0: I think that is definitely, I, that's, that's a great, that alone is a great answer. Mm-hmm. The implication would be it's impossible right. to.
1: You are not being re It's
0: impossible to lose it. Exactly. The other argument would be interpretation, and I would agree with AJ, that's just as applicable. The other interpretation, when you read that section, it is impossible those who have been enlightened. In your case, you'd say, he's saying, hey, you couldn't have been enlightened. You've tasted the heavenly gift, you share the Holy Spirit. So people are going, well, how can you have tasted the heavenly gift? How can you share the Spirit? Well, let's look at the parable of the, of the seed. There's two types of soil in which, one, it falls on rocky ground, dries up, and two, it falls on, um, so it gets little roots, and then the other is it, uh, the thorns choke it out, remember? Mm-hmm. So there seems to be an indication that someone can intellectually grasp the kind of truth, of Jesus Christ, right? Mm. And but yet they don't spiritually and fully in their heart accept it. Does this make sense? Yeah. And so, mind of Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So what it's trying to say it's a good. It's a, he's a good example. We don't, um is I think it's backing that same thought up. Listen, if you know intellectually, now let's let's let it's, man, slow down, Todd. It's just so exciting. <laughs> so let's take this piece by piece because I can. I'm trying to argue while explaining because I can hear the arguments in my head. Um, it's saying that they can't come to repentance again, kind of right. It says that. Oh so mm-hmm. my goodness! Well, think about it. If you intellectually accept Christ but don't spiritually accept Him, then you are literally saying you believe it to be true, and yet stand with His enemies and watch Him be crucified. That's right. You instead of, Yeah. So you can't you can't be saved in that case. You can't be because you have truly nope. rejected. The gospel You've rejected what Christ has done because in this case, you have no excuse. You can't say, I didn't know. You're mm-hmm. actually saying you knew and you just don't want to do it. That's right. And so it's just a warning regardless of that. And um, that it's possible to, and that's almost a scary situation. We've talked about this. Sometimes the hardest people to reach are the people who think they know. That's right. Because there is, you can intellectually know something and to be true and yet reject its truth in your heart. Pharisee. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think they ever accepted that Christ, most of them, that Christ was the Messiah. But yes, mm. you mean faith and stuff for sure. I get what you mean. So does that help answer the question? So bottom line, I think A.J.'s right on. I think that fits. I also think, you know, it's easy to understand in the context of the parable of the, sow, the, the seed, um, which Jesus himself said uh, gave examples. There was only one type of seed that ended up being real, and it was the type that produced fruit. And changed, remember? That's he right. says the one that you know, produced the fruit a hundred times more. And all the rest of them in different ways, whether it was the cares, the worries of this life, whether it was the enemy snatching it up, remember the bird that snatches it, whether it was rocky soil, all these other things. You have to accept it in your heart mm-hmm. for it to truly take root in you. That's right. And if it does, it will produce a crop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It will, which is what? The change we talked about That's earlier, right. The change in you. You know yours is real, because of the change that came from Oh, you. 100%. Great questions today, man. Yes. I hope that makes sense. If not, drop a comment below. Drop it. Um, or say, Todd, can you, and AJ, can you guys go into that a little more? Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, At the end man. of the day, it is once saved, always saved. Amen. Um, 100%. Uh, because otherwise, this is what you'd be saying. We would have to add something to the parable of the sower or the seed that Jesus gives. Okay, once that crop produced 100 times what it's worth, um, if the next season it produces a little less, then that... Seed is horrible, and mm-hmm. now it gets burned forever. You know, something crazy. So it doesn't say <laughs> yep. that. So once saved, always say, Jesus has himself said, I will never let go of one of these you've given me.
1: Mm.
0: What can separate us from the love of God? Neither height, nor depth, nor pain, nor affliction, nor powers, nor principalities. I'm paraphrasing, but nothing. Hardship, distress, persecution, things in the heavenly realm, spiritual, nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. So... That's Cling so good, to that, man. hold on to it, don't let anybody shake you in that. That's so good, You man. know, you know. Now, if you can't say with certainty that you know Christ, maybe you're, you're one of those people that's up here that says, man, yeah, I go to church sometimes, and I'm not, I don't, I don't not believe in Jesus. Well, that's cool. A lot of people followed Jesus when he was doing miracles, mm-hmm. 3,000, 5,000. How many were there at his crucifixion? There's a whole different world between recognizing Jesus, the miracle worker, the Jesus the uh, Savior even, um, but to accept Christ as Savior, you must accept him as Lord. Mm. And if you have done one without the other, then you might not be there. Because <sighs> Lord means, yes, I accept what you've done for me, and I will respond to you, Lord, by following you mm. and doing as you tell me to do. That's right. Does that make sense? That's right. You are king. Versus, hey, thanks for what you did. Peace. Walk off. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you think you can accept him as Lord, but not as Savior?
1: Hmm. I think, I kind of, yeah, I think so. Because if you if you accept him as Lord, you just look at him as, like, this, like, this figure that, like, forces you to have to try to, like, tells you what to do. But just, like, I Maybe feel like it's just cruel. Makes sense. Yeah, because at that point, I just feel like it's almost, like, cruel, though, because, like, there's just, like, no... But like, there's no needing, like, there's no saving needed because he's just trying to punish you. It's almost what it feels
0: like. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I'll carry it on a little bit more. Kinda, I think it leads itself. If if that were true, it'd be a legalism, mm-hmm. meaning the law. However, here's what gets weird. Um, you're still not following his Lord because he doesn't give that option. Hmm. He says, "I am the way and the truth and life, and no one comes to the Father except through me." And the Son of Man must be delivered into his enemies and hung up, right, for all to see. That's good. Uh, he gives that analogy, meaning the cross and the crucifixion. Um, and so I think I think in that case, it's an interesting concept. I think it lends itself to what you, what you said, which is a religion.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's also still, you're not really accepting him as Lord because the Lord told you, I am your Savior. You needed me.
1: That's, right? because that's so
0: good, dude. Just follow him as Lord kind of maybe gives you an indication that if I follow him, then I can save myself, versus Jesus says, follow me, you cannot save yourself. I will save you, but then follow me. Mm -hmm. We're trying to follow him on our own strength without being saved. I don't know. Interesting thought. Great great thought, man. Anyway, we have some really good articles. I'm kind of bummed I can't do it because we just can't get to it today, but maybe Mm -hmm. we'll try to throw out another short one. Hey, I'm I'm in. in. Nice. All right, so uh, you got anything you want to say? Thank you guys so much
1: for watching. I uh, hope you guys appreciate this episode. You know, once again, great questions. Like Todd said, you guys, I'm, you guys are always constantly even reminding me and teaching me of stuff just from the questions you ask. So thank you so much. If you're watching from Facebook, give this video a like, a share, a comment. Let people know why you watch it so they watch it too. Then they can get a little bit of a grasp of who God is and who Jesus is. And hey, you never know how far that can go. If you're watching from YouTube, please hit that subscribe button with the notification bell so you can get notified when we post, and you'll be one of the first to see it. And if you're watching from Rumble, hashtag RumbleJumble. Hey, give us Rumble. Other than that, I love you guys so much, and I appreciate
0: you. Fun turn? Got anything?
2: Um, If you're watching us on the podcast, please leave us a, a like, a follow, a download, all of that fun stuff, and... A review if you have something nice to say please leave a review if you don't keep it to yourself <laughs> just like your mama told you all right and uh, you can write anything in that review even uh, we really appreciate the five-star reviews it uh, helps us on the business end of things and helps us reach more people mm-hmm. so you can even put there in the writing thing you can even say you like PBJ sandwiches or like you like hard rock and roll I like hard rock and roll Todd mm-hmm. likes PB&J sandwiches Lovely. we agree so just go ahead and leave that review down below and greatly appreciate it
0: hey Thank you so much. Shout out to you guys. Thanks for a great show, man. I love that. Even the question at the end, Clint, that was great. Mm. So I appreciate both of yep, you guys. Absolutely. Excited to be back. Air fist. Uh, it's been exciting. Kind of feel like we're going, we're heading the right direction, so thank you. Um, we did get a... Man, there's a lot of good questions and comments, oh, man, so, that yeah, people gave us. Oh, yeah. Maybe we will put up another part, too. We just want to catch you oh, that's
1: up. That's right, and it'll be... This week.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, these guys, I th- I'm very thankful for what both of you do. Couldn't do it without you. And you. like he said, thank you guys. We love you so much. Um, all of you, even those that stopped by for a second, just maybe it's just today, but those of you that have listened over and over and over, who have been supportive, who have even financially donated to this show, mm-hmm. which you can do anytime at www.theremnant.life/give. Uh, Follow the drop-down box to Real Talk. But Mm. you guys have meant the world to us. It's your your comments, your thoughts, the way that you push us and sharpen us that keep us going. That's right. Uh, We love you. We appreciate you. We want you to know that keep asking those questions, keep thinking, keep wrestling, keep walking. God is in there, and he's waiting for you. And you don't have to feel like if you have questions or rough days or all of those things that it somehow means that you're not as close to him. That's not true that God is right here, right now with you, that this is a journey, um, this is a lifetime thing, and uh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So hope you have a great day. God truly loves you, and God bless you.